0: d Did-
1: Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to The Dummy Room, episode 141. I'm your host, Nate. This week, I got Grant Lawrence coming in to talk about Lookout, Zoom Out number two. It's a pretty short one, though. Um, going Places was supposed to be on the show. You know, they were going to come in and talk about the new album and just bullshit a little bit. But uh, unfortunately, I fucked up the audio and uh, I had to scrap the whole thing. But uh, I'd already recorded this thing with Grant, so I figured I'd, just, I'd throw it out there at you. Um, but first up... New music from Stardom Records. The fine gentleman over there sent me the new album from Springfield, Illinois' Local Drags. And I gotta say, man, this album's pretty fucking good. I've been listening to it the past couple of days. And, uh, yeah, it's got some real earworms on it. Um, Check this one out. It's called Think Straight. I
0: can't think straight Sometimes Most nights I'm just feeling for a while And then I find you hanging out By the screen light At least for a little while I'm not thinking much at all Could try to blame it on Not getting raised right On some star side
1: the Rachel intro to that is so good. The whole album is great. You guys are going to want to check it out. Um, it's coming out on Stardom, like I said. I don't know when, of course. Uh, there's a video coming out tomorrow for a different song. You're going to want to check that out. But yeah, so just, just head on over to Stardom and uh, you know, do what you got to do. Alright, so let's get to this Grant Lawrence thing. Grant stopped by really, really quickly just to kind of do a preview of the Lookout Zoom Out 2 and uh, yeah, man, it's just, what a cool thing this is. Lookout Records was so huge. So much good music came from that label. I don't know. I mean, I wish it was still going. It sucks, but, you know, we have, now we have this uh, this this thing, this, this event every month where we can hear these stories and meet the people behind them and hear them play songs. And yeah, it's just, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And I hope everyone gets on board and this thing blows up. And they can really go through the catalog and and you know get get somebody from every band. Whether they whether I liked them or not, I'd still like to hear from them. You know, it's cool. So, anyways, let's just do it. Grant Lawrence.
0: Heather,
2: is here what's up dude hey nate thanks a lot for having me on the dummy room i i love what uh, you do with this podcast and uh it's an honor to to be on it thanks man that's that's uh
1: that's incredible to hear
2: um it's, it's been it's just been amazing like discovering it and you know i discovered it a while ago and listening to it and just just hearing what you do to keep the the torch burning is is really great
1: yeah i i i i i feel like that's my duty now.
0: <laughs> I
2: feel yeah,
1: it, and, well, I, and I love doing good it. Job. I love doing it, and it's an honor to have you on. And I wanted to have you on real quick this week to talk about Lookout Zoom Out, number two. Yeah, which is so cool because of the the whole idea. I wasn't really sure what it was going to be like, but now that number one happened, it's like I see this thing um, continuing on for for years to come, and we're going to have every lookout artist on there at some point Jeez,
2: no pressure <laughs> oh man i know well, but i
1: mean it's such a it's such a uh, lookout was such a special thing for so many of us that to to see what you're doing and to bring those artists out um you know like last the last one you had raf classic it was like I holy know. shit you got this that guy out so from cool the swamps of florida or wherever the hell he lives now and um tell
2: us about uh first of all tell us about number two yeah okay well uh number two is coming up we do them on the last sunday of every month and they're uh scheduled in you know to be in time zones that are friendly for both north america south america and europe we kind of screwed up with the time zones in australia and japan but we're covering a pretty good swath of the planet so every sunday last sunday of the month uh and it's uh, and it's Starts at uh, noon Pacific, 2 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Eastern, and on it goes. And uh, this Sunday, February 28th, the lineup is uh, Rose Melberg from Ghost Sailor, uh, one of the great twee pop punk bands on Lookout. Cappy, the legend, the rock, he bleeds rock and roll from the Groovy Ghoulies, obviously. <laughs> uh, big I heard his episode uh, from a few, I guess a month or so ago. He was awesome. And then uh, Dr. Frank is the mainstay of the Lookout Zoom Out. Dr. Frank from the Mr. T Experience. He's going to be on every one basically because uh, Dr. Frank was on Lookout. This is good trivia. Dr. Frank was on Lookout the longest of. Any other artist yep. like I think I think he spans like three decades like he was on in the 1980s 1990s and 2000s and maybe even I mean maybe four and uh, and then so he's on every one because he's just got this incredibly deep catalog of songs like we asked for lookout zoom out number one like hey what songs do you want to hear from Dr. Frank and it was like the the list was so <laughs> yeah incredibly long that we're like okay this he's gonna be like to use a tonight show reference from when i was a kid he's gonna be the doc severinson of uh, the lookout zoom out on everyone and then uh we have i think a guy that both you and i agree is one of the greatest pop punk songwriters ever uh dan vapid yes from you know you can just list the bands like Screeching Weasel, the Mopes, the Riverdales, the Methadones, Sludgeworth, the Cheats, <laughs> uh, and they're all good. And uh, he, the thing about Dan that's really cool is, number one, he's an excellent songwriter. He's a pure singer. He doesn't sing with a snarl or a screech. It's just his voice, and it's a very pure singing voice. And he's a tough guy, you know, he's a tough punk from Chicago, but he also wears his heart on his sleeve in his songs. You know, he, he writes like really, really like heartfelt love songs and breakup songs and, you know, it takes guts to put songs like that out in the world and he does it. So I have a huge respect for Dan Vapid and I'm so excited to have him on. And then we've got the founder of Lookout Records, who's one of the great characters in rock and roll history. (laughs) Like, not just punk history, not just pop punk history, rock and roll history. Larry Livermore, who has done it all, Uh, he is going to come on. He was in a couple of bands that are at least one main band, the Potato Men, that was Mm -hmm. kind of like archetypal to the it was sort of almost an opposite to the main lookout sound but um more like the smiths or sort of a brit thing but he is going to be there he's got his you know we're going to talk about his book and he might sing he might not sing he's he's trying to decide so that's the lineup dan vapid rose melberg dr frank keppy larry livermore sunday february 28th and we do it through this um live online uh, concert platform called side door access. So that's where the tickets are at side But there's always links to the tickets floating around on, on the dummy room, Facebook page, like yeah. group, the group, I should say, and also the lookout group as well.
1: Um, I'm really excited for this one. I think it's cool. You got Larry Livermore, the founder, involved. Yeah. You got Dr. Frank. He's the mainstay of Lookout Records. He really is the the staple of all eras of Lookout. And he then is. Dan Vapid, who was on Lookout, of course, with Weasel and Riverdale's, but he feels like he was, he was almost like a like a student because he really shined after Lookout, of course. And, yeah, uh, but I mean,
2: but but I gotta, I think, Nate. <laughs> I mean, this is where we kind of. Uh, get it probably get into it is I think one of the greatest records he ever put out in his entire canon is the Mopes album. It's uh, good. The, the, the punk rock supergroup group with uh, B-Face and, what, Jughead? Okay. And yep. Dan, was it from? Uh, Dan Lumley, yeah. Yeah, on drums from Squirt Gun. So you got a whole bunch of, of great uh, bands in there. And that record came out on Lookout, I think, in 1998 or 1999. Like, Baby Doll, you know, all yeah. those amazing songs. Like, every one, like, one after the other after the other. So I consider that one of at least, like, up there with his best work.
0: Baby doll, I can hear yeah.
1: Like he really got the attention, he was kind of living in the shadow of, of Weasel right, totally. through that time. But, um, and of course, uh, Mr. Rock and Roll, uh, Cappy. Yeah, one of the funnest guys I've ever, uh, you know, had the uh, pleasure of talking to. Just an all-around great guy, and of course Rose, who I don't know anything about. So well, you
2: I'm, you actually played Rose Melberg on your show on, on uh, in the dummy room. Oh uh, <laughs> well, no, on, on the uh, Kepi episode because you very kindly, you guys were talking about the smugglers for some reason. Like it was, it was like yes. a lull in the conversation, and. Uh, and then you played uh, Rosie by The Smugglers, and Rose Melberg sings with me on that song. So you're have already you already ahead of the Rose Melberg thing, uh, at least for this Lookout Zoom out. <laughs> she, has, she has been around for like 30 years making amazing music. Tiger Trap, and uh, I, that's the only band I'll say because maybe I'll ask a trivia question about her.
1: <laughs> okay, I had no idea that she sang on that
2: song. Is it about her? No, it's not about her. We, we just kind of loved the name Rosie. Like we thought it was this really cool rock and roll name that has kind of spanned the eras of rock and roll, you know, like ACDC's Whole lot of Rosie. And then I think like uh, Dion and the Belmonts had a song called Rosie. And it's just this name that keeps coming up in rock and roll. And so we wrote a Rosie song and we were really good friends with Rose Melberg and we asked her to duet on it with, with us for that record.
1: Yeah. It's such a great song, by the way, dude. I I love that song. Probably my, eh, I don't know, probably my favorite. Um, Oh, thanks. But yeah, so let's, let's, uh, And just to clarify,
2: favorite all time of any song ever, is that what you're saying?
1: Favorite smuggler song, sorry. (laughs) i just just You are good, but.
2: Yeah, I am kidding. I I know, I know, I know where we generally rank in the dummy room, so don't
1: worry. (laughs) Um, so what can we look forward to can you reveal anything for number three is there any major surprises
2: well i don't want to get too far ahead on on number three i've got it about half booked right now um basically i've asked both in the dummy room group and in the lookout group like who do you want to see you know who do you want to see in the next ones and almost like you know like i started with my friends like on on the first zoom out Uh, It was all really good friends of mine, bands that the Smugglers have toured with. So that was Dr. Frank again, John Ginoli from Pansy Division, Raph from The Crumbs, who I hadn't seen in years, Lisa from Cub, and then Joe and the Queers. And those are all bands that the Smugglers logged heavy, heavy, heavy miles with uh, in the 90s and 2000s. So I just went to all of them, and they all said yes right away. And then the Lookout Zoom Out 2, I don't know Dan Vapid that well. You know, I think we met at one or two gigs. But because Screeching Weasel didn't tour much in the late 90s when we were on the road, we just didn't cross paths. And But I've always told him how much I love his music, and and I had sort of gotten to know him recently. We had connected on Facebook, so I asked him. But I'm basically what I'm trying to say is I'm getting into the zone of, some of the artists that I personally don't know as well. So I'm kind of like cold calling some of these lookout artists and some of them are (laughs) saying like, some of them are saying yes right away. And some of them are like, what the hell is this? Like you kind of wondered like, what is this? And just to be clear, it is a live show. Like the musicians perform and they have the, they have the, um, choice of going like full-on electric like Raf Classic did or they can play acoustically or they can play it almost depends on like what state you're in and what the COVID restrictions are yeah because of course down in Georgia you know Joe was like all right everybody everybody into the same room come on let's go let's go <laughs> and and you know they played an amazing like totally amazing acoustic set of uh of their pop songs which you know always makes me swoon and the joe uh wrote me a few days later He's, he goes grant i can't believe this He's like, this acoustic thing man that was the first time we had ever done that and i got two offers for acoustic albums on the table right now so <laughs> nice yeah so maybe we'll see something come of that but so for number three this is like a, a roundabout way of saying it's half booked I don't want to reveal anybody right now except for Dr. Frank but um, okay. it's going to be it, it's going to be as solid as as I can make it. I mean basically I always try to have as many people that I love honored as possible and hopefully other people will love that too. A lot of people are asking for Lisa Marr from Cub to come back. I always do like having some female representation, you know? Like, so it's just not all a bunch of dudes. And, yeah. uh, you know, a lot of people for Lookout Zoom Out 1 thought that Lisa Marr stole a show. So uh, who knows? I, I'm, I'm, I'm just digging. But if, if there is, like, who would you, Nate, who would you want to see on a Lookout Zoom Out? Okay, so I will give you a short list of people
1: that I would love to have on my show. Okay. I'm going to say... <laughs> a donna any one of them okay you'll make that happen i know you will at some point
2: yeah but this is the trick with the donnas (laughs) they're in california most of them are in california california super locked down like super super careful and on zoom you can't you have to be in the same room you can't perform on separate screens in sync with each other So the tricky thing with the Donnas, and we had Donna F. as a special guest just popping in on Zoom Out 1. Yep, that's true, yeah. She just kind of popped in from her car uh, and was hilarious as always. But um, yeah, because Donna A., the singer, she doesn't play an instrument. And then Donna R., who I'm really good friends with, she's down in L.A., and she just plays the guitar. She doesn't sing <laughs> yeah. lead on any of the Donna's songs. So that's a tricky one. And they've got their, like, they've got their feet, you know, they've, they've got their heels dug in saying that they're not going to perform again. So that's a bit of an obstacle with the Donna's for sure. But who else? Well, they can come to my
1: show then because they don't yeah, have they to Yeah, they could
2: do your show for <laughs>
1: sure. How about um, Cinderblock?
2: From yes. Tilt One, two, three, four White
3: frame homes to live and leave Nothing, Nothing to, to gain. gain Your colorless divinities Can't just lay light the way White frame homes in celibate rows They swell
1: I would like to see uh any anything Winona Riders because I always thought that album was one of the uh the sleepers of the label. And how about uh Pinhead Gunpowder, Moral Crooks?
2: Yeah, yeah, those are all oh I love Moral Crux.
1: Yeah, and that's you don't see James doing much. I don't at least, so that'd be cool. No. He's a cool guy. Uh,
2: they they're what amazing the songwriting from that band is incredible. Yeah. They, they were on, uh, were they on, uh, what was Ben's label there? Uh, panic button. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, um, and and then there's been a lot of requests for a band out of Wyoming that I think the Smugglers (laughs) crossed paths with a couple of times called the Lillingtons. Yes. Cody. I mean, I was not that familiar with them. Really? I I know that I know the name totally. I think we've maybe played a couple of shows together. I think we met them actually in their hometown in Wyoming on a Queers tour, but I never got to know them. Great band. Okay,
1: so I'll look them up. Cody is one of my, you know, one of the best singers ever. Really, songwriters. Oh yeah, Cody is. Cody
2: from the Lillingtons.
1: Absolutely, get him on. Okay. I hold Cody up there with, with Dan Vapid and as far as uh, punk rock royalty.
2: Okay. Those
1: would be my first choices, I guess. Yeah.
2: How about, how about, um,
1: nah, he wouldn't do it. Who? Joey Vindictive.
2: I, I, don't, I have no idea.
1: I don't well, know either. Maybe. Here's one. Here we go. How about the high fives?
0: Don't kick me. Don't kick me. Don't kick me. Don't kick me out.
2: Yeah, working on that. Uh, the High Fives are really good friends of mine. We did a lot together. Uh, Chris Imlay. Basically, the High Fives were kind of like the Beatles in that they had a, a Lennon-McCartney situation, except it was Denry Imlay, John yeah. <laughs> Denry, and and Chris Imlay. And they wrote the, the songs together, and they both sort of shared lead vocals, which was a, a great, really exciting dynamic. And... Uh, Chris is in England now. John is still in the Bay Area. And what I was basically trying to convince him to do is like, OK, Chris is in England. You're in the Bay Area. Just you know, trade off songs. Just go back and forth. And you play one of yours, and Chris plays one of his. And, but John is cooking up something else. So hopefully, we'll see him on uh, really soon, too. And cool. maybe even his brother Dallas with Sweet Baby. Uh, he's out on the East Coast in Maine and he's pretty close to Joel Reader down in Boston, the uh, bassist from the Mr. T Experience, yeah. who, was, who was also in the Bomb Bassets and uh, been in a whole bunch of other lookout bands. So there's a whole bunch of connections that are percolating out there. It's just like actually making it happen. It's a little this thing is a little intimidating for people like uh, incredibly like only really kept has been performing, quote unquote, virtually, like the queers did that one show, but they hadn't done an acoustic thing. They hadn't done anything interactive. Dr. Frank had done nothing for a year. And so I convinced him and, but it is, it's like, okay, you know, you need a, you need a microphone, you need a, you know, like to do these, to make it look good, you need some equipment. So that has kind of intimidated some of the artists, but I've been trying to help them out as much as possible.
1: Yeah. No, I think it's great because I think there's so many artists to choose from that this thing could go on for a while and I think every month we're going to be looking forward to um what's what's going on the next month. You know, I'm looking yeah. forward to this month and I'm also going to be looking forward to the next one and the next one and it's like every month I'm going to be thinking, "God, I hope he gets so and so." Yeah, you know how it's going to go for everybody. Well, yeah, out the
2: but the, the the artists I want are uh tim armstrong from uh operation ivy yeah lint who went on to form rancid and i would like billy joe from green day (laughs) the small ones starting small yeah yeah, you know but billy joe is still good buddies with larry and and then i also would like jughead from uh, screeching weasel and even in blackouts and the mm-hmm. mopes who's over there i think in japan these days actually he's he's back in chicago oh he's yeah. back in chicago okay yep and um but you know i i and jesse michaels from operation ivy and common rider but you know I, i'll just say this to, i i wrote to a couple of those guys and you know nothing back But it's amazing. Like, again, a lot of it is kind of who you know and who you're friends with. (laughs) And so, like, Joe King was like, Yeah, absolutely. You know, because we know each other and we have a, a trust because we've worked together before and they know that whatever I'll do, I'll do the best I can at it. Some of these guys, some of these other guys from different eras of lookout or whatever. Uh, don't know me at all. And they're like, who the hell is this guy? The Smugglers? Like, <laughs> I think I remember that band for like a minute, maybe in 96 or something. <laughs> you know, so I'm kind of starting cold with, with some of them.
1: I think it'll catch on with all those bands and they'll just, they just have to do it. You know, it's part of their history. And um, especially for Green Day, you know, big, big part of Green Day was Lookout Records.
2: It Of course. Yeah. I mean, it's a huge part. And, um, but, you know, that's the other thing that we've talked a lot about, You know it's like everybody knows that lookout did not end well and it it just didn't go well in in the into the late 90s and the 2000s with fans just pulling records pulling catalogs royalties not being paid and it just it just unfortunately one of the most recognizable and iconic punk rock labels ever just died whereas you see that you know epitaph and fad and and alternative tentacles they're all still going and it's such a shame that lookout imploded the way it did and so there's there's amazingly some bad blood even here we are like 25 20 years later but this is all about just i'm i'm telling everybody this is about you know like the uh, operation ivy song It's about unity it's about coming together it's about you know just forgetting about A lot of the shit that went down some most people can some people have said to me you know that was my livelihood i can't forget about it you know so it's there's still some depending on who you talk to there's still a a little bit of soreness there but we're trying to to shake that off
1: i'm really looking forward to this and i I'm gonna do my best to uh, support you as much as oh, I can. Oh, thanks, Nate. And maybe, maybe every month you can just come back. I want to have you back for a good episode, talking just smugglers and and your books and, <laughs> and and your life. and And I hope you wear a suit when you come back. But um, yeah. I'm just yeah, kidding. well, I mean, <laughs> the thing is, is like this. This has
2: basically felt like a full uh, dummy room interview. So, uh, but so thank you. And uh, the other thing, there was a I, one thing. The last thing I'll say yeah. about the lookout zoom out is, um, you know, we we know me and Chris Alperin and some of the folks, Larry. We know that times are really tough right now, and uh, a lot of people are out of work and everything else. And so the tickets are are a suggested fifteen bucks, and the fifteen dollars goes to the musicians, a lot of them who are also out of work, and uh, but. There's also a minimum price of ten bucks. But if you feel like you can't even afford ten bucks, then we'll just give you a ticket. We'll give whoever wants a ticket a ticket. If you cannot honestly afford it's not a big thing and we don't want it to be like a stigma or anything like that. We'll just because the whole thing is we just want people to see the shows. Now on that subject, can I give away a couple of tickets? Let's give a couple of tickets away. Okay. How do you want to do it? Um, Let's just do some Lookout trivia. I'll ask a kind of a a then and now. I'll ask two questions for two tickets to the Lookout Zoom out. So question number one is, what is Larry Livermore's hometown? Where did he grow up? Larry Livermore, founder of Lookout Records. What is his hometown? That's question number one. And question number two, to get up into the now, What is Dan Vapid's day job? So those are the two questions to win tickets to Lookout Zoom Out 2 on February 28th, Larry Livermore's hometown, and Dan Vapid's
1: day job. Okay, and they could just answer in the, how about let's just do the dummy
2: room group on Facebook. First correct answer wins? Yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll keep my eye on that. And uh, those folks will uh, be able to get some
1: tickets. Yeah, let's do that. And uh let's have you back sometime and and maybe maybe once a month you come back and just reveal the lineup or talk about the lineup a little bit. That
2: would be that would be totally my pleasure and I would love that. Awesome. Okay, Nate. It's nice chatting. All right, thank you so much. Yep, we'll talk to you later. Okay, cheers. Thank you. Bye.
1: Right, Grant Lawrence, what a cool fucking thing he's involved with. Really looking forward to that. Hopefully, um, hopefully, Grant, you stop by here every month. And uh, you know, it's a big commitment, but uh you're welcome to come by and preview it every month. Alright, um what else, what else, what else? So next week, um, if you like D cracks, you're gonna love it. And Teen Idol's repress of the, the strip down 7 inch is available now all different kinds of colors um comes with a teen idols comb so if you're a guy that needs a new comb there you go and of course d cracks live at reduno lp is still available not many left i know the pink is all gone and most of the blue is as well so um get on it now it's it's gonna sell out here relatively soon all right, like I said, next week, it's a D cracks thing. You're going to want to check it out. Until then, everybody stay safe, and we'll see you next week.